This is David Reed Watson with Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk. Join myself and Cat Critter every Tuesday evening, 10 p.m. BST, 5 p.m. EST, 2 p.m. PST, right here on FirebrandRadio.online. We are Firebrand Radio Online. Welcome to another episode of Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk. We are here in the home studio of Maplewood, Minnesota. What's up, Kat? What do we got going on tonight? Oh, we got an exciting show. We've got Nicole. Mm-hmm, my Nicole sister. Savilo my on. sister. Yes, she's going to talk to us about massage, what's happening in Florida with businesses. Right. Um what's like for her and her business and what accommodations she's making yes what people are asking for needing it's going to be a very very nice talk we're going to have with her about that she's very organized like you she's a virgo (laughs) virgos are awesome yeah you virgos keep keep us leos in line i guess you could say because we don't we have no organizational skills whatsoever we kind of fly by the seat of our pants you kind of do too though I do too, yeah, but I do keep lists. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm a mixture. I'm a, you know, I'm a Capricorn, uh-huh. Capricorn rising, yes. Virgo sun sign. Ooh. I'm a little, I'm a little of both. I see them, I see all, I see both sides. You're a little bit country. Oh. And a little bit rock and roll. Oh, wow. That's awkward. Yeah, wow. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's really nice is you don't hear, you don't hear horror stories about massages. Everybody leaves and just loves having a massage so uh-huh. i think you know talking about that from a health standpoint right i think nicole is going to be able to really um put that on people's radars as something that's important i love getting massages you know i, I uh, usually when i do when i was doing pre-covid you know doing the monsters of rock cruise and all that stuff i would go down to miami and then i would rent a car and i'd go up to my sister's house in orlando and I'd get a free massage. And it was, it's, she, for someone so little, I mean, she's 5'2, I think, 5'3, somewhere around there. She can beat the crap out of you. It's, she's got the skills, you know? Well, she has strong hands and maybe she walks on you or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's, that was when I was in Okinawa. Oh, okay. That was, that was wrong little, massage. That was, that was, <laughs> Whoa! Instead of hot rocks, hot walks. I, I know that this is kind of a rated R show, but not rated X. <laughs> so, so we won't get into that. So yeah, so um, we're gonna play some music, and then we're gonna come back to you with uh, massage stories and uh, business techniques, right? Yeah. Cool. I can't wait. I can't wait. Rock the talk. Uh, Listen to us on firebrandradio.online. Of course you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be hearing this right now. We'll be back soon. Tragedy, the truth is no one cares. Written on these faces like graffiti on a wall. Is this the best that I can be? 
gerne will mit Fängelse.
That was Wildness with Falling Into Pieces. Before that, Prince Vard with In After Mignagstrom. And before that, Perfect Plan with Just One Wish. And we started off with the Pedal Falls, Working All Night, Working All Day. I love that song. What do you think? Yeah, it was really nice. It's, I like that song. Yeah, it's, uh, I, we don't like to work all day or all night, but sometimes we have to. You know? Every once in a while. Have seen, you ever actually worked 24 hours? Like I have. An all-nighter? I have, yeah, when I was in advertising. Yeah, I have too. You oh. get loopy. About 3, 4 a.m., you're like... You can't think. Well, in advertising, this was Alex's philosophy. Alex Bogusky, who is my boss, was that when you are so out of your mind, that's when the creative ideas come in. You know? So you get to that point where you're of exhaustion and then go a bit more. But I don't, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. No. <laughs> Not on purpose. Not uh-huh. on purpose. Not on purpose. If we have to, we have to. What do you say we get this conversation started with my sister? Yeah, let's do it. Without further ado, let me introduce to you my sister, Nicole Savillo. Welcome to Rock the Talk. This is David Reed Watson and Kat Krita. And we are here. This is actually my first family member. My sibling is actually on the phone with us and this is the first time for me in radio i've never had an actual family member her name is nicole savillo and she lives in florida and she is a powerhouse and i'm gonna let her tell the world what she does nicole how are you i'm doing okay how are you doing i'm doing awesome hey nicole let's get into it tell us who you are and what you do okay well i am a licensed massage therapist of 13 years personal trainer of 12 years and a licensed esthetician for about three years now. So my practice has evolved incrementally, but um, so I run a bit of a wellness center and um, I do most of the work. Um, I kind of gave away my clients, my personal training clients to my husband, who's also a personal trainer. So he's taken upon that aspect because I need a little bit more sleep and I don't want to get up that early. So, um, but yeah, I provide massage therapy, um, body treatments like scrubs, wraps, um, reflexology, MPS therapy, which is a needle free version of acupuncture. It's like a combination between microcurrent and trigger point therapy and acupuncture and, uh, skincare services. So waxing facials and, Um, My passion is definitely uh, massage and getting people to function better and more healthily. So a good portion of getting somebody to the point where they feel much better um, is being able to provide them with uh, suggestions that help them balance their uh, balance their body from front to back. And, uh, unfortunately for a lot of people who don't like exercise, exercise is a very big part of, you know, being holistically healthy and structurally better. So it all kind of comes into play. And I, um, started doing the skincare services to sort of lessen my, um, needing to rely on just hardcore, you know, sports and deep tissue work for the majority of my money. So it's been helpful. It kind of helps me branch off and do some new things and keep the practice a little bit more fun. And, uh, but most people come to see me for orthopedic problems. Mm. 
Okay. How did you get into this, Nicole? I fell asleep on the couch wrong. And <laughs> this was this was back in two year two thousand. So mind you, I was I think about nineteen or twenty years old, and I was working at KFC, making minimum wage money. And I woke up in a crazy position, and I couldn't turn my head left or right or back. So I was in a bad way and I knew I, I, I didn't want to call out of work. Uh, so I decided, oh, you should book a massage because that's what people do. And, you know, I looked at the pricing and at the time working a minimum wage job, I was like, oh, that's a giant portion of my paycheck right there. But so I gave this woman, um, I think it was about $65 of my hard earned money. And I was sorely disappointed. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, if this woman can make that amount of money providing me that type of service, I could provide that service much better than she can and make the same amount of money and I'll be much better at it than her. So it kind of planted the seed and I kind of tossed up uh, culinary and massage as two different options because, you know, culinary is definitely my passion, but unfortunately I'm way too short for the standard side kit size kitchen. Um, I didn't get enough of dad jeans. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, I, it planted the seed and then I did a little bit of research and, um, you know, massage therapies are really hard. Um, it's a hard thing to be successful at because a lot of the time, if you're not able to open your own practice, um, you wind up working for very, very minimal amounts of money and long hours that your, you know, your body literally can't handle doing seven hours of massage five days a week. Even if you get benefits, you know, like health and dental and everything, it's it's not gonna make up for the damage you're you're gonna do to yourself, extending too much of your energy for you know for too long of a time. So. Um, I've survived as long as I haven't in the, in the industry because I've been able to incrementally build a practice and can choose my own work hours. So, so that's how I got into it. Yeah. How long were you into it before you realized I'm going to have to have open my own business in order to make this really work? Well, I am extremely conservative when it comes to business practices and finances. And I also, I try not to talk myself up too much unless I, I really know the craft. So what I wound up doing was working part-time at an orthopedic office so that I could work under a doctor and a chiropractor and kind of learn the ins and outs, kind of pick their brain or so I thought that that was going to happen. You know, I was going to work alongside a doctor who knew all these things and who were going to tell me all these things. But what wound up happening was I wound up working for uh, one of those orthopedic places that get all of the car accidents, which is pretty much, you know, it's kind of like a... It's not fraudulent, but all these people care about is using the amount of money that people receive for, you know, through the insurance for getting into a car accident as fast as possible, using all these different modalities. And they charge the insurance companies a lot of money for things like ICE, for example. If you go to a chiropractor and your insurance is providing care for you because of an accident, they'll charge the insurance company $35 to put a pack of ICE on you. So I believe the going rate was, um, I think massage was billed at an increment of $15 per 15. Well, I was getting $15 per 15 minutes of massage, but the insurance was paying about 45 or to 65. 
So they were making a good amount of money. I was making $60 a working hour, which isn't a bad wage, especially part-time. It wasn't too much for me, but honestly, I did not learn too much from them. Um, so after laws changed here in Florida, it kicked off massage therapy and acupuncture for the allowed benefits in, in the PIP insurance. So I was forced with a decision, okay, do you want to continue to work now that we're not being reimbursed by the insurance companies? We can afford to give you $15 an hour pay or, you know, you know, that's it. So I figured I'm not working for $15 an hour. <laughs> that's crazy. So I decided I was going to start my own practice and I did it by looking to see if anybody was renting space part-time because when you don't have a client base, you really can't afford to pay 600 to, you know, $800 a month for a treatment room without having the ability to make that up and doing massages. So, but mm. luckily I had the personal training as a career as well at the same time. So I was doing personal training sessions on top of doing the massage therapy. So it's, it's always good to have a backup and I always have four things that I can do in case one thing is, is lacking. That's good. That's good. You're a, you're a Virgo just like cat is. So you're, 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 <laughs> yes, you're, indeed. you're not like me. <laughs> so, yeah, well, there's plan B, C and D, you know, that's how, that's how it works. Yeah. I've got plan A. <laughs> that's okay all you need to do is, is make no it work virgo. we'll dream up the rest of the, the no, plans for you no virgo you're absolutely right she has a she has a list here just so like you was, would. um so this was years ago how many years ago to, since you started your business uh i well i started my massage i got my massage license 13 years ago okay. so i started my own practice in 2012 and like I said, it started off, I uh, was renting the room three days a week from a life coach um, who got pregnant. So she wanted to take some extra time off. So, um, you know, I just figured I'm going to work with these three days a week and, you know, I'm going to just keep doing the personal training. And at the time, unfortunately, Facebook really wasn't... Um, it wasn't that much of a thing. The only place that you could really advertise was Craigslist. So that was a blast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that definitely that experience of, you know, not being able to afford uh, conventional marketing. Cause the only thing that there was, was you could put an ad in the newspaper. You could put an ad in, in, you know, some magazine ad thing that gets delivered to everybody's door, or you could do door to door mailing for the postal system. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that was insanely expensive. That was like, I think per mailing route, which is only like 250, 250 houses. I think it costs something like, uh, $50 to send one piece of mail to that one mailing route one time. Hmm. And so that wasn't affordable for me. So um, the advent of Facebook and familiarizing myself with uh, Facebook groups was very helpful in uh, allowing me to get my name out there without having to invest money in it. So Facebook has actually been helpful for you. Yes, Facebook has been helpful, but not because of their paid marketing. So 
um, what you do is you join Facebook groups for your community and the surrounding towns. And a lot of those Facebook groups are privately run by, you know, an admin and they usually allow business postings once a week. So you design a flyer um, and you post that flyer with your business information uh, once a week. And, you know, the, the impulse is to change the flyer on a consistent basis just to keep it fresh and new for people. But um, people tend to think you're a di different business if you do that. So it's mm -hmm. best to use the same flyer over and over again so people okay. understand, okay, this, this is a business that I've seen before. And okay. also fundraising. So there's a lot of predatory practices uh, for people like me um, regarding schools and fundraisers and everything else. So the big thing was for schools to call me and say, oh, you know, we're doing a teacher's appreciation day. Would you like to donate a gift certificate mm -hmm. to raffle off for our teacher's appreciation day? And um, I did that two years in a row. And I made sure every promo um, thing that I ever gave away, I wrote a little note on the back of it so I could tell where it came from. And what happens is a teacher wins a gift certificate. Nobody remembers who you are. That person gets a free massage and then that's the end of it. Like that's not an effective way to get your name out there. So working with people in fundraisers is important, but it's very important to only allow to partake in a fundraiser if you're allowed to pass out promo material to everybody attending that fundraiser. So you give one gift certificate out for free, but you give your promo information to every person attending, like a coupon, for example, <laughs> like 55 for your first one hour massage. You make an agreement saying, I'll give this to you for free if you allow me to congregate with other businesses to give them a gift bag of promo information for all the local businesses that that participated, you know? Okay. So. So what is the business climate like now? I know that there's everything is kind of a mess right now down in Florida for businesses. What's it like? Um, You know, Services are always pretty volatile, you know, uh, economy drives a lot of, of elective things that people decide to do. And massage is one of those things that will get cut out over other things, even over hair and nails, because people care more about their appearance, about how they feel, you the know, they so, function. <laughs> right, exactly. So they're like, well, I might feel like crap, but my nails look good. So, um, it's been spotty, but like I said, it's important when you're in this industry to save as much money as you possibly can because you have to ride those ups and downs. And as a massage therapist, I have to be really concerned about injury affecting my ability to work. So, you know, I had a ton of money put aside in case something happens, like I got into a car accident or, you know, if I tripped while jogging and dislocated my shoulder, that's six months off of work for me. And the potential to never come back as strong as I was before. So um, you you cannot, you can't function as a business with the idea that you're always gonna have the workload that you have and things are gonna go the way they've been going. So, but people are coming back. Um, working from home is killing people. Uh, uh, they're not really investing in desks and other things that they ergonomically need to, you know, to stay 
functional during working from home and a lot of people are homeschooling their kids their kids aren't back in school so there's a lot of stressed out people there uh just just waiting you know to be able to go get a massage but some of them are afraid that it's not going to be something that's going to be safe to do mm. so you know you've got some people who literally never cared about the safety and were upset that <laughs> that i was close to begin with and then you know other people that are quite nervous about it so we will return with our conversation with nicole Savillo shortly after we listen to some more music right here on rock the talk find us on firebrandradio.online <laughs>
That was a song called Sin, and the other song was called Heart Collector. From the last album I did with Kill Ritual, All Men Shall Fall. Before that, we started off with two-thirds the song from Superfecta and Heat of Damage with their song Night Growler. Now back to Nicole Savilo. Yay. Do you uh, have, have you been giving consultations or anything to people on what they can do? Like, because a lot of people are working at home, mm-hmm. um, the the way that they're sitting in their chairs and so on and so forth. Are you getting any kind of phone calls and stuff like that? The people that do not want to chance going in to see you. And I'm sure that that's a big concern there. No, I'm not getting much of that. Um, I do, you know, part of my my philosophy for dealing with my clients has always been give them the information that they need to keep themselves feeling okay. So Mm. even before the pandemic was a thing, I was, you know, pick people's brains about what it is that they're doing on a daily basis that's making them feel the way that they feel. Because I don't want it to be my responsibility to fix these people. I want to help, but I don't want them constantly coming back to me to fix problems that they could be fixing themselves. So teaching people stretches is really important. Kind of making suggestions like, okay, so are you sitting at your table when, you know, your kitchen table when you're working? Um, There are a few things that you can suggest for people to get like self massage tools, trigger point therapy. Um, There's something called the Theracane, which is helpful for a lot of people. Um, And then also something called the yoga wheel, which is an amazing, it's like a plastic circle with a foam backing around the end of it and or around the edge of it. And you can have, you know, people sit down on it and walk themselves down and it it provides a lot of relief for the back pain that people have when they're reaching forward and looking down all the time. So, Mm. but I'm not a YouTube star, so I haven't been on Instagram showing people, you know, what they could be doing (laughs) on their own time. But if they happen to wander in, I'm happy to make suggestions for them. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I mean, I've got your website up here. I mean, people Mm -hmm. can always contact you on that, the the wellnessworthit.com. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a good place to start for I, because, I, you know, honestly, I, during this whole conversation, I didn't even think about that because, I mean, Kat works at home, mm-hmm. you know, her whole team works at home and they're all, you know, hunched behind their computer here at home. It's not like they have ergonomic chairs mm-hmm. or, you know, although I did go raid my office and I brought my ergonomic chair right home. <laughs> yeah, which is smart. But, but there you go. We're doing that. I'm not going to. Yeah. A lot of people are sitting in the kitchen chair and because I, I was thinking, you know, being at home, um, everybody's out exercising, stuff like that, but uh, probably not. <laughs> No, no. And, you know, a lot of people just don't think of it. You know, they're they're at home. They're not thinking that your work environment, you know, should be a healthy place. Right. You know, you should be doing everything that you can in order to perform and work in a way that's not hurting you. And so a lot of people would think, oh, well, it's not worth it. Oh, you know, an ergonomic chair, that's like 275 bucks. Why would I do that? But it's important because you're going to pay for it in the long run, you know, the way that you feel. So I think people need to take their bodies seriously. Like when you're in pain, your body's trying to tell you something and you need to listen to it because only you can live in your own body for as long as you need to. And unless you're going to retire in six months, you know, you got to think of a way to responsibly work from home in a way that's healthy for you. 
Yeah, that's that's definitely true. You know, in thinking of all the different things that you do, have you noticed a difference in what people are asking for or what they're needing right now when they come to you? It's it varies you know there are some people that come in and you can tell they've just been isolated for so long and they just want to leave the house and they want to leave the house with the excuse that they're doing something healthy for themselves and not putting themselves at risk for something recreational um this is where establishing trust with my clients has been essential because i've been keeping them updated as i go along with all the new information that i've received about the pandemic and how it's transmissible you know and i have been following you know foreign news because the news here has been largely unreliable and you know the the news was that it was found to be airborne so for me as a practitioner not being able to socially distance it was very important for me to get an n95 mask and make sure that it's fitted properly and sealed properly so that i can continue to work with my clients without putting myself at risk my mask never comes off at my establishment so at no point am i in my workspace where my clients are going to be maybe not having an n95 mask which not wearing an sorry that was my laundry um not wearing an n95 mask it, it doesn't prevent you from inhaling potentially viral particulates from somebody else so i think um educating people about what masks do and don't do and also telling them about the air purifier that i got and how it cycles the air in the room f- up to four times during the hour you know mm-hmm. i just kept sending emails and and answering people's questions and also telling them to contact their doctors too like why don't you contact your physician and ask your physician what they think about you receiving massage at this time and whether or not it's too much of a liability so hmm. so uh ha- What's that like working, wearing an N95 mask all day long for you? I mean, it's like having a bra on your face. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) That's not very helpful for the men listening, but um, it's, it's okay. I think the most annoying part about it is if it shifts, you're not supposed to touch it with your hands. You know, so I've gotten some headaches only because I find when my mask has moved and it's crashing into my lower, you know, lashes and going up into my eyes, I can't just take my hands and pull it down. So I wind up contorting my faces in ways I never want to know (laughs) or see in order to pull this mask back down to the position it needs to be in. And Mm. that can cause, you know, some pain in the temple and whatnot. But, you know, I cap my work hours at four hours of massage a day. So if I'm not doing an appointment at the office i'll leave the building i'll take my n95 mask off i'll massage my jaw and my temples and you know just kind of stretch a little bit and you know just go back in for my next appointment but it's it's not as bad as everybody's thinking it is there's extenders that you can get that connect to the ear loops so that the mask isn't pulling on your ears and mm. it also creates a better seal if you've got a really tiny head like i do mm-hmm Okay. Any uh, breathing techniques you can give people? For being in the mask? Well, uh, I, I, I can, I, I'm sure that a lot of people are having problems breathing. I mean, you, people are probably wearing these out exercising as well. Well, I mean, 
problems breathing that that one really amuses me um so the the issue with a lot of people that are having problems breathing i think is the fact that they're not wearing medical grade masks you know, there's there's this idea where if you have it on, you're not going to be able to breathe. Like if that was the case, neurosurgeons would be dropping like flies after mm-hmm. 12 hour surgeries. You know, it's it's not hard to wear a mask and breathe at the same time. But if you got your mask down the street from Carol, who, you know, uh, takes a pillowcase and, and flips it over three times and sews your favorite, you know, team logo on it. then yeah you're breathing through a mask that was never designed for people to wear while they're doing things you know so i think investing in a surgical mask which you know they sell them i think they're a average of 50 cents each i got i got a box of 500 of them because that exact thing happens people come in and they're like i can't breathe i'm like well why don't you get that off your face and put an actual mask on and then you know let me know And it's not required for me to have my clients wear a mask when they're face down. Actually, the board of massage therapy says my clients are allowed to lay on the table without their mask on when they're face down, but I still require it. Okay. So whether or not, yeah, if, if they're not comfortable doing it, I won't charge them for the session if we have to terminate it, you know, um, but I, you know, if you can't breathe, or you have a medical condition that prevents you from wearing a mask mm-hmm. in a closed area with somebody else, you probably shouldn't be out during a pandemic, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so anybody that says they have a medical condition that prevents them from wearing it, I'll ask them to go get a doctor's note specifically from their, their doctor that explains why massage is medically necessary during the pandemic. Okay. Now, so for people, people at home that, they're not getting out to see people like you. They don't want to even come near somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some useful tools that they can do at home? And maybe, you know, things they might actually have in the house that they could use to, I don't know. I, I know that I, I'm, I'm suggesting this because I, I know you know me, I'm your brother. Mm-hmm. And I know that you used to make me stand in a corner and stretch my you know, stretch my stretch your pecs. Stretch my pecs out. My pecs. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, what are some tools for people that are sitting all day long on their computers? Well, again, stretching. You know, stretching is very important. A massage uh, massage will help with pain relief, but it's it's only a temporary fix. There's so many hours everybody does mm-hmm. doing other things throughout the week that are gonna add to a person's muscular aggravation. So I would suggest people set a timer on their phone, Mm -hmm. uh, a little notification to alert them to get up and do a few stretches every hour, you know, or just think of it this way. Like if you need to use the restroom or you need to get yourself a glass of water or something, take that opportunity to do a few stretches for yourself. Mm. So the corner stretch is a really good one for the pecs. Um, You want to make sure you stretch your neck, Sitting makes the hamstrings really tight, which causes lower back pain. So you want to do hamstring stretches. Um, But there's a lot of um, YouTube videos out there, I'm sure, that people and physical therapists have posted about, you know, some helpful stretches to do for the wrists and forearms and neck and, and shoulders and everything else when you're working. So there has to be an interest in the person who's suffering 
uh, while working from home to get them to become more interested in what it is that they can do for themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're going to have to be proactive and look those things up, you know, get on YouTube and type in stretches, work from home stretches, you know, and I'm sure somebody would, you know, be up there telling them, you know, how to, how to, how to stretch and how to feel better. What about supplements? Because I, I know that you you actually you you carry stuff like that. Um, yeah, um, supplements. Well, I'm not allowed to suggest supplements to people because I'm not a doctor, and I don't want to pretend I'm um, I'm prescribing or trying to get somebody to do a particular thing. But I always tell people to research. So uh, work from working from home for a lot of people is very stressful. Um, and stress levels, when they elevate, you use more of your magnesium storage in your body. So for people that, you know, have a lot of screen time and are constantly around, you know, EMFs and, and are just experiencing a lot of, um, intense moments, unhappy moments, they're going to go through more of the magnesium in their body. And when you become magnesium deficient, uh, you can't think as well. And when you can't think as well, you can't perform as well. And then that adds to the stress and that can cause sleep disturbances, anxiety and everything else. Mm. So the most important thing that I've found for stress is uh, B complexes and magnesium. Um, and also make sure you're hydrated, you know, make sure you're drinking enough water. You're eating. I was healthy. just going to ask you about that. I mean, I don't know if you can see my screen or not. I can. Yes. It's Look this down. bottle is monstrous. It looks giant. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> but you know what? That that would be a great, you know, you're you're actually almost you're doing a little bit of a bicep curl with that. So, <laughs> you know, if you fill it with some water, you can not only get your hydration thing going, but you can also get some sweet biceps. Just remember to switch arms. <laughs> <laughs> what was yeah, what was that movie years ago where that one kid had the, he had one big arm. He was doing an experiment with it. Okay, forget it. He probably worked at an ice cream shop. He, oh yeah, like Stone Cold Cold Stone. No, no, that's the soft stuff. I'm talking about the real, the oh, real. Oh, like deal. a friendly ice cream out of the giant containers. That's a very hard job to do. I did yes. that for a summer, and I looked like a fiddler crab by the end of because I, I wasn't strong enough to do it with the other arm. So I did you work at Friendly's? No, I worked at a seaside uh, ice cream restaurant up in New oh. Hampshire. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I know, I know that, I mean, our, our family is an ice cream family, even though I'm lactose intolerant, uh, which dad freaked out when he found that out. And it's like, Whoa, Oh my God. Just is, poop on him. He'll stop is, freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you freaking out. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, the key to it is to have one of the metal scoops and you heat up the scoop yeah. and then it melts the ice cream. So Yeah, that works for like five seconds, you know. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and then you know, then you put it back in the water that's supposed to be hot, and then the temperature of the scoop actually cools the water down. Yeah. So eventually it's it's no longer hot water. So that's so okay, so I have this gallon jug here. Uh-huh. How much of this realistically are we supposed to drink? 
You're supposed to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water. So you find out how heavy you are, and then you divide that in half, and that is the amount of ounces that you need to drink. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, you know what's very helpful for that is the Samsung Health app. I don't know about you iPhone people. You guys are crazy. But um, <laughs> Samsung has a, a Samsung Health app, and it helps you track your diet and your movement and everything else. So mm -hmm. I kind of – I get – yeah, I work hands-on with people with an N95 mask on, so there's no casual drinking of water for me when I'm on shift. Um, but with that app, I can have a look. I, I try to chug two glasses of water as soon as I wake up before I have any coffee, and then I mm. log it in my app. And then each time that I drink water, I make sure I have a cup that's easily measured for how many ounces I'm drinking, and I just kind of check them off. And so when I look at my phone, I think, oh, where am I? You know, I'm six glasses of water in. For me, um, I need about 11 glasses uh, because my physical activity, I wind up sweating more, which makes me need more. Mm. And also drinking a lot of water is a very good thing, but it also dilutes your electrolytes. So people that overhydrate wind up being very low in sodium mm. and that can cause muscle cramps at night. So make sure if you're hydrating that you're replacing those trace minerals. Hydrate or die, words of wisdom. We will be back with my sister just after we play a couple more songs for y'all. Rock the Talk. Find us on Facebook at Rock the Talk Radio. And find us right here on firebrandradio.online.
The band is Conflict. The song is De-Evolution. Before that, we heard a live version of Mother of All Lies from one of my favorite bands, Pretty Maids. Before that, we started it off with Shadows of Everest with their song Raven Man. Now we're going to get back to the conversation with my sister, Nicole Savillo. So between the personal training, the massage, the MPS, uh, what what has this all of this taught you about business and about life? Mm. Well, when it comes to business, um, I think people people want to know that you're listening to them and that you are invested in, in, in them as a client. So that's what puts me aside from places like Massage Envy or Hand in Stone is, you know, these people aren't responsible for keeping their own clientele. I am responsible for everyone that walks into my practice and it's up to me to make sure that they decide they want to come back. And you do that by taking a good amount of time before your session to go through their intake forms and to ask them, why are you here? What is your goal? You know, and if they say my goal is pain relief, then and they say I want a deep tissue massage, but you know that they need a sports massage because there's probably some stretching they need to do. You have to decide to say to them, I understand you want a deep tissue massage, but this is what I think would be better and this is why. And, you know, I have trigger point charts all over my office where I explain to people, I understand you're feeling pain in your forearm and you think you want a one hour massage on just your forearm, but I'm going to massage these particular areas on you because they could cause the referred pain to your forearm and explain these things to them. So they know why you're doing what you're doing and that everything that you're doing is meaningful and it has a purpose. And in that way, they begin to see you as a person who is invested in their health as much as they are. And massage is a very expensive thing for a lot of people. So it's important for them to know that you're listening and they're not just wasting their money on somebody who wants to see them in and out of the practice altogether. Right. Um, right. What it has taught me when it comes to, to life is to, to be genuine. When you see each person, don't take people for granted. You know, the people that walk into my establishment make my establishment what it is. They provide me the ability to have a livelihood and to to have a comfortable life and value them. You know, value what they say, listen to them, appreciate them, be kind, Mm -hmm. um, extend, you know, just joke around with them, try to make the experience of them coming to you a really pleasurable one and learn what you can from them too, because there's so many amazing people that come in and they've got amazing stories and they'll make you laugh. And it's a nice job because it's, it's symbiotic. Um, and, and also seeing, you know, just how banged up people can get over the course of a lifetime. You know, it's been a warning to me as a practitioner, like be careful what you do and to take care of yourself because of, you might neglect yourself to the point where you are almost irreparable. And that's an unfortunate place to see some people. So it's taught me to value my body more than almost anything else. That's awesome. Oh, that's so wise. You're awesome. 
<laughs> Thanks. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> oh, you fool. Bad commercial reference. Is that a commercial? <laughs> Thanks, Reagan. But didn't he start that? I don't know. Ronnie? He, he might have, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this was a lot of fun and a lot of great information. I appreciate it very much. Um, I, I do, you know, our, our, the big thing with this show for Kat and I is to get out information to help people. Mm-hmm. And um, that could go in all forms, you know. And plus, we play some really killer metal. Oh, that's yes. always a plus. We do. We do. Well, you know, for any for any other people in this industry or similar industries that are, you know, having problems, you know, tell them to feel free to uh, take my um, email and feel free to contact me with any questions that they're having or, you know, especially when it comes to things like marketing, like I've had to learn a lot of things, trial and error. And, um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of predatory practices and people that try to exploit people trying to make it Mm -hmm. as a small business owner. And you have to be very careful about that and very firm. And it doesn't mean that you're being rude by saying no to people. And I think that was a, It'll take you a doing massage therapy. Believe me, that's an easy lesson to learn very quickly because <laughs> it sucks to work for free as a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are your plans? What's next for you? Well, um, my plans are probably on a long-term basis. I think I got a few, I don't know, I've got a few good years in me for, you know, being able to do the workload that I'm doing now, but, um, I'm probably going to do some continuing education, Mm. uh, get a design a course and then get it approved as a CEU. Um, mainly because, you know, my husband and I being caregivers, we haven't had a lot of time to travel together. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm figuring it would be a good way to, just see different parts of the country as a continuing education provider and, you know, just provide workshops for people. Um, I can give them all the information that I've learned uh, regarding, you know, the hands-on experience that I've had in the industry. And, um, you know, he'll be able to be my teacher's assistant as a physical therapist and personal trainer and answer any questions that people have during the course. And, you know, we can take some time, travel across the U.S., uh, continue to make money and, you know, probably just put my practice on hold for a little bit. And who knows? I mean, there's all sorts of all sorts of ways that I can go with this. I can be a geriatric personal trainer like YouTube star, you know, (laughs) about 30 years. Well, the possibilities are endless. (laughs) Yeah, they are. When we come back, we're going to wrap this up with my sister, and it's been a pleasure having her on the show. We're going to get a few more songs in and uh, come back and get more info on how you can get in touch with her and get some wisdom. We'll be back. This is Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk, right here on firebrandradio.com.
Soil with Halo, and for all you people out there waiting for music to come for me, I've been trying. Believe me, I wasn't. Ex- I wasn't not expecting COVID to hit. Uh, I don't think anybody was expecting a COVID to hit. That was kind of dumb to say, but <laughs> anyway, I got back from England in November, finishing up the vocals for an, for a new album with a band called Alchemy Fire, and the drummer is from Soil, Tom Schofield. Right now, we're waiting for our friend Ulrich Wild to do all the mixing and mastering. He's out in Los Angeles working on it diligently as we speak. We already heard some tracks coming back, which I'm super excited. I'm super stoked. I want to play this stuff for you so, so bad. Patience. Patience, Dave. Before that, we heard Super Crush from Devin Townsend, and we started it off with Mind Terrorist with their song Silence the Earth. We're going to get back to my sister, And uh, we're going to wrap this up for this evening. I hope you've enjoyed the show. You're a fascinating person. And for, um, I mean, this show is based out of London uh, on firebrandradio.online. And I was honored when I was over there to have you come over there and visit me. Oh, it was a lot of fun. And I I want, this is a, this is a, off note because we're a very unique family as it is um tell people about your last name oh so velo so um so velo is part of an archaic alphabet there's a there's runic system that has slight variations to it all around Europe, Northern Europe anyway, and they had very specific meanings, each one of these alphabet letters. And the Sovilo uh, actually means um, the sun, and it means triumph of light over darkness. So when my husband and I got married, because his dad was adopted, um, he didn't really have any affinity to his dad's given name. And his dad had passed away a long time ago. So he asked me if if I would mind if he took Watson. And I was like, well, you know, we've got a lot of people in my family converting other people to Watsons, like quite a <laughs> lot, actually. So I feel like that part of the family is taking care of that. And, you know, why don't we just choose a last name? Something that means something to us and something to live up to, something that will hold us accountable in our life. And we decided that the Sovilo um, really resonated with us to just keep trying and to keep trying to do better and to always let the light prevail over the darkness. What a great... has that last name. Beautiful. It's really beautiful. What a great way to end the show. Yeah. Triumph, light over darkness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. Well, Nicole Savillo. <laughs> you said it right. You. Everyone's like Sowillo. Uh, so, yeah. So, yes. Sowillo. Even though. Tell again yes. how to reach her. Yes. So if you want to reach her, you can reach her at wellnessworthit.com. Um, you can reach her on Facebook as well. You can, she's got a page on Facebook. The wellness worth it and um 
definitely reach out to her any questions you might have for her and she's a wealth of information like the rest of us watsons we're uh, what do you call us at one point we're livers we, no you called us livers not oh me. i did oh look at that i'm putting words in your mouth you did as you're putting food in your mouth i'm putting words in your mouth <laughs> i thought it was you oh maybe i maybe i came up with that yeah we, yeah i think it was you okay but we do we live life Mm -hmm. we, we, we definitely live life and we make a lot of mistakes, but um, we're always trying to triumph light over darkness. Yes. Yes. So. And uh, uh, remember, remember what it is that you do so you cannot repeat mistakes. It's usually, you know, I think there's a saying it says, uh, I never make the, mis the same mistake twice. It's more like three or four times. I'm trying to really, <laughs> trying to really cut that down to one. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, document. You know, keep just just have a good memory. Just remember, you okay. know, remember what you've done and and just always try to do better. So on Facebook, Wellness Worth It. On our website, yes. on the web, wellnessworthit.com. Any mm -hmm. last comments you want to say to anybody? Uh, no, hang in there and, um, you know, research, research anything that you have questions about. You know, the Internet it can be used for good. And um, if there's ever any curiosities that you have, you know, just research. There's some expert out there with some type of YouTube video that's going to lead you in the direction that might be helpful. So, you know, take people's advice, uh, experiment with a few different things and find out what works for you. Mm, good advice. Very good advice. Thank you very much. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good night, you guys. What a great show. That was yeah. awesome. Another successful Tuesday evening right here on firebrandradio.online. Rock the talk, a.k.a. walk your talk with Cat and Dave. There, I got out the PR stuff. <laughs> well, I'll double it up. Okay. Check us out on Rock the Talk on Firebrand Radio. We have some special guests in the next couple weeks. We have the talented musicians from Stormbreaker in studio to play some music. And we have some great guests and interviews coming up this will be our first band coming in live to play yes nice this will be sweet this will be are they bringing acoustics they bring in electrics or they should we nor, uh, you know warn the neighbors we um we'll warn the neighbors let, let's let them tell us what they want to play let's let them okay surprise right. us they did we went and saw them mm-hmm and they were fantastic. We went and saw them in Wisconsin. Uh, what about a month ago? Yeah, is that yeah. what it was? Mm -hmm. Yeah, fantastic show. Great new music. Awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, who's the guitar player that we? Logan Stoliker. Ah, Logan Stoliker. Yeah, amazing. He's mm -hmm. he's just a kid too, right? He's very young. Very but young. Very talented. Very talented guitar player. He was. Uh, one thing I wanted to tell him, I'll tell them when they get here, is, you know, uh, I've got friends that play with Slash, and he played some Slash stuff, and I was like, ah, get that get that uh, footage back to the to that camp and see if I can uh, do something. Who knows? I can't do anything. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, yeah, so we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna sign off for the evening. We hope you had a great time on the show thank you nicole for joining us here it's uh, like i said at the beginning my very first family member 
you know, uh, besides you <laughs> and besides Zeus. And um, your daughter was here today, too. But she didn't say a, a word. No. Zeus is a regular, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually surprised I haven't heard from at all today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, join us again next Tuesday. Um, like I said right at the beginning, it's 2 p.m. PST, 3 p.m. CST. No, 4 p.m. CST. I'm getting all backwards. Oh, yeah. 3 p.m. Mountain. And 5 p.m. EST, and then we go across the pond, 10 p.m. GST. Yes. Now I've got to I've got to talk to to Rick because I got to figure out what. So GST is is the uh, Greenwich Standard Time. What's GMT? I'm going to have to get all that out. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to sign off. We had a great night tonight. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye from me. See ya. <laughs> Ciao.